Many traditions and cultures have a relationship to the phases of the moon and the moon's uh, yeah, its movement over the course of the year and use a lunar calendar or have other ways of relating to the moon and the phases of the moon for keeping track of things seasonally and in other ways. And, and uh, the Theravada Buddhist tradition um, you know, they use a lunar uses a lunar calendar. Tomorrow is actually uh, New Year's Day in Theravada Buddhism of the year 2565. So we've been rounding up to 2600 years ago. That's the time of the Buddha, <clears throat> time when the Buddha was alive. And in many indigenous and tribal cultures who live closer to the earth and some ways than we do in our modern urban lives have a lot of relationship to the moon and the moon's phases. So the full moon actually reaches its peak tomorrow afternoon at uh, just before 3 p.m. But it's also... Uh, let's say the beginning of the full moon is tonight. And this particular one in April is sometimes called the pink moon. It's not actually more pink than at other times of the year, but it's associated with uh, some blossoms of a particular plant in the phlox family that uh, is native to this part of the world and uh, starts, some years at least, starts blooming around this time. It's also called uh, sometimes the hare moon, hare as in rabbit, H-A-R-E. And some coastal uh, folks in indigenous cultures uh, call it the fish moon because it relates to the time of year when a a species of shad fish starts to migrate upstream to spawn and a few other na- native <coughs> indigenous names. It's uh, the breaking ice moon. So a lot of these, these images, I think they're quite beautiful and they relate to uh, the warming of the weather, spring coming on, the seasonal changes, the broken snowshoe moon, the budding moon of plants and shrubs. Things are just about to burst forth. The frog moon and here in New England, I've started hearing a few of the spring peepers. The other day I heard a few of the, the frogs who start calling this time of year. The moon of the red grass appearing. The moon when the ducks come back. The moon when geese lay eggs. The moon when streams are again navigable. So when the ice has broken up enough that one can uh, canoe along streams and lakes and the sugar maker moon, perhaps relating to using sap from maple trees to make sugar. And this pink moon, this April moon, which is the first full moon after the spring equinox. And this time of year is really important in so many different traditions. It aligns with uh, many religious holidays, so it's called the Pascal moon in the Christian calendar, and it's the full moon before Easter Sunday. So Easter is determined annually by 
being the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. That's how you can tell when Easter is. And so that makes today a good Friday for those who have a relationship to that tradition. It's also the start of uh, Passover in the Jewish tradition, very, uh, in many ways, maybe the most important uh, holiday and uh, festival and a religious observant for uh, observant Jews. And so actually this evening, in about 25 minutes or uh, thereabouts, will be sunset, and that's the start of Passover. So many people are celebrating First Seder tonight. Uh, for Hindus, this is Hanuman Jayanti, and a time of uh, particular reverence to uh, Hanumanji, the, the monkey god who, who often is pictured holding his chest apart where his heart is, and he has Ram and Sita in there. And then those of you who have uh, any connection to Nim Karoli Baba Maharaji, a very, very close uh, association with Hanuman. And in Sri Lanka, this uh, something I just found out today, it's called Bakpoya. And in the, for Sri Lankan Buddhists, it commemorates the uh, a time when it, the Buddha is said to have visited Sri Lanka for the second time and he apparently prevented a war from breaking out by negotiating between two rival uh, chiefs. Full moons are important in uh, in Theravada Buddhist uh, countries. The, the word Theravada means, Thera means elder, and Vada means way, so way of the elders. That's one uh, way that this tradition that draws on the earliest uh, teachings from in the Pali language from the time of the Buddha. And in monasteries and nunneries and meditation centers in uh, Buddhist countries in Asia, um, the moon phases are, are uh, things relate to that. And full moons are especially important. The Buddha is said to have been born, to have been enlightened, on and to have passed away on the full moon of May, a very important time. So the full moon next month will be Waisak. But it's also um, just a, it's called an Uposata day or an observance day. And a lot of people, if they're able, they'll go to monasteries or nunneries or uh, the meditation centers, which in places like Burma are monasteries or nunneries. And they'll make offerings. They may offer a meal like uh, it's been so lovely to see the meal offerings here and the dedications there. They may offer a meal or make other offerings. And they also will spend uh, all or part of the day in meditation. And uh, there is a tradition to uh, sit up late on full moon nights, sometimes to sit up until the following dawn. And uh, that's a possibility. Maybe if you've got extra energy tonight or tomorrow night, you could consider staying up a little later. Um, it is a, you'd, be, you'd be connecting with a very, very old tradition of doing this, but of course it's not required and we will not be keeping track of, of you to make sure you are doing it in any way. But I just wanted to acknowledge this because... Uh, 
these Uposata days are important. And then just uh, if we're lucky enough to have uh, clear skies, I think at least partially clear, you might notice the beautiful moon, which should be rising just about at sunset. Uh, from here, it's, it'll be behind the trees, but it'll be up a little later. And uh, it can be beautiful to do walking meditation under the moon or perhaps put in some extra time later tonight or early in the morning. So I invite you now to find a meditation posture that is particularly comfortable for you. Certainly you can move to a chair if you wish to. There may be a possibly some room near you where you could try reclining meditation. We we can't all do that, but try to arrange the body in such a way that it's as comfortable as possible for you, given your circumstances right now. And so we're relaxing the body. And you can also invite relaxation or ease into the mind and heart. And maybe a really simple way of doing that is to let go of anything that feels like something you're trying to do or something that feels like effort you're making or focusing on or trying. Switch from a human doing to a human being. We can get really busy even sitting still in this hall. Internally, there can be a lot of doing. So for this time just now, let go of that doing energy. So in this simplicity of simply being, sounds arise and pass, the sound of my voice and other sounds, sensations in the body coming and going, thoughts and feelings and moods, the breath breathing itself. There's nothing you have to pick up or latch on to or take care of and just let it all happen by itself. The earth is turning beneath us. 
gently falling away from the setting sun. Tomorrow morning, the earth will be bowing towards the rising sun. Now we're bowing towards the moon as it prepares to rise above the horizon. This rotation of the planet, we're riding on that and, and moving around the sun, heading towards longer days, warmer days coming. Spring is so just almost upon us and the signs of it are everywhere. The birds have returned. Many of them, the trees just on the verge of bursting forth with leaf and flower. And spring comes each year because that's the nature of things. The earth turns, the body rests on the earth. And if you'd like to, you can gently invite the attention to rest in the area at the base of the sternum where there's a very soft, tender spot somewhere there in the center of the chest, perhaps gently touching that part of the body with your fingertips or the palm of your hand, or maybe breathing into that part of the body, but only if you feel like doing that. not trying to create or find some special sensation there. And you might kind of imagine or sense into a small ember or spark of light that's starting to glow in the center of this part of the body, your own good heart and all the goodness that arises from your efforts in meditation, your exploration of ethical conduct, all the wholesome seeds and intentions that have been forming being planted through your practice of meditation here on this retreat. Connecting with your wish to be happy, this beautiful thing, one of the finest things about each one of us, this movement of the heart that seeks 
ease and peace and deep contentment. Touching all this goodness and letting that be like a breath blowing on this ember, this spark. It's like it's inside a lamp, like a candle flame or a little star. There's a little star inside a lamp there in the center, in the heart. And it's a special kind of lamp that you can open first in one direction and then in in more directions. So we're going to open this heart and the lamp there. We're going to open the first door of this lamp in the direction behind you, in the direction in front of those of us sitting up here on the platform. We'll think of this as the direction of the north. It's probably northwest, but pretty north. This first quarter of the compass. And the light starts flowing out in that direction behind you. And if you're on on the floor, reclining, or in a different posture, towards the back of the meditation hall, towards... Kuan Yin and the beautiful orchids there. And the light is just flowing out and the light is the light of love, of goodwill. And it's flowing out and it spreads out, getting wider and it's like light or like a gentle breeze. And it flows out and touches all the people in the hall who are behind you with this wish that they be happy and safe. Wishing that they be at ease just as they are. And it just flows out and flows right through the walls of the meditation hall and the windows and it touches the robin on the lawn and someone on staff who's living in one of the cottages who's starting to prepare their dinner and it flows out, touching a squirrel in a tree and someone driving by in a car down the road a a little ways and they're heading home looking forward to a weekend with their family. And it flows out down to the pond and the frogs and fish and beaver, birds in the trees, people in their houses towards the town of Petersham. There's someone tending to their sick mother, someone nursing a young child, a baby. And it flows out and it touches all these beings, each one 
just as we wish to be happy, each of them wishing to be happy, people in states of happiness and people having a really hard time. Some are healthy and some are sick. And this gentle radiance of love washes over and through them all like light. And it spreads out in this direction of the first quarter towards the back of the meditation hall. And it spreads out and you just let it go. And it flows across lakes and fields and through the woods and towns and cities up to the icy parts and starts to just wrap itself all around the earth. This gentle radiance of goodwill touching all these different beings, all living their lives in their different ways, large and small, seen and unseen. And you just let it go. It has its own momentum. And you gently come back to the center. If you wish, reconnecting with the heart through touch or breath. And the little star inside your lamp is still shining brighter, brighter than before. And you're going to open the next door of the lamp and it will be at the direction of the courtyard and the dormitories and the dining hall to my right, to your left, many of you. But depending on your posture, it might be the direction of your head or your feet. And towards the dorms, the rooms and the woods and the trails on that side of the campus. And it touches the chipmunk in the courtyard and worms that are just waking up in the earth and someone who's decided to spend this time meditating in their room. Someone who's finding their way back from a walk in the woods before dark and they feel happy to see the buildings. And then moves out, touching people in their homes. Someone driving on the road. across that part of Barrie and over towards the other towns. And there's someone who right now is just taking their first breath, a baby being born. And a little further on, there's someone who right now is breathing out their last out breath, coming to the end of their life. And this gentle radiance of goodwill, wishing them all to be happy and safe. Birds in the air, animals in trees and in the ground, fish and frogs and others in the water, people in their homes, all just like us wishing to be happy and the gentle radiance of goodwill washes over and through them, spreading out, 
touching all beings in this second direction, the second quarter. And you let it go and it just spreads out, touches all the beings without exception, whatever beings there may be, whether they are weak or strong, great ones, mighty ones, medium-sized and small, all of them being gently touched by the radiance of goodwill. May they all be happy and safe, free of trouble and struggle. And we just let it go. and come back to the center. Reconnecting with the heart center through perhaps an image or a felt sense or touch or in some other way. And we open the third door of the lamp and the little star shining brighter and brighter and it's shining out in the direction behind those of us sitting up on the stage towards the Buddha statue here behind, behind those of us sitting up here in front of many of you, perhaps to the right side or the left side for others. And it flows out and there's someone who's gone into the staff dining room to find something they left in their mailbox and it washes over and through them, this gentle gentle radiance of love, well-wishing out through the doors and across the lawn and spreading out. And it touches Sharon who's in her home tonight. She's preparing to give a talk tomorrow and Joseph meditating coming towards the end of his three month retreat, but he's still on retreat. And all of the yogis at the forest refuge, they're listening to a Dhamma talk now or about to. And some of them are happy and some are sad and some are confused and some feel like they see things clearly for the first time in a long while. And down the street, touching all the people in their houses, some are celebrating Good Friday. Some have friends and family gathered for the first Passover Seder. Others are offering thanks to trees and water and air and birds and animals for the gifts they bring. And some have gone out shopping for something they forgot to get. Someone working in a shop. All these different people and different animals and birds and fish Some are furry and some are scaly. Some have wings and some crawl through the earth. 
all wish to be happy just as we do. And this gentle radiance of goodwill washes over and through them. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be safe and live happily. And it just spreads out in this third direction, overlapping with the previous direction. So no one is missed. Large and small, seen and unseen, nearby and far, far away. Those born and those just now taking birth. Those just now coming to the end of their life touching all of them with this gentle radiance like light, like a soft breeze. And it wraps out across the great oceans and around the world. And we just let it go, flowing outwards, unbounded in any way. And we gently come back into the body. Feel the body sitting here, reclining here, perhaps standing. Simply being. Reconnecting with the heart center, if you wish, through touch or breath or a a felt sense or image of the little lamp with its star. And we open the door to the fourth direction towards the setting sun and the front lawn. Touches all the people in the hall in that direction. May you be happy and safe. And it passes out through the walls and the windows the robin on the front lawn and the rabbit under the hedge. Someone in the house across the street and down through the woods and fields towards the pond and the fish swimming about, frogs. There might be an otter and beaver. And it just washes over all of them a deer crossing the beaver dam with her new fawn born in the winter, squirrels going to bed, and it just ripples out. People living on the backside of the loop and the goats in their goat pen, and out across through the woods to the highway, someone hurrying home someone walking along the road who has no place to go for the night is wondering where they'll stay and is worried about the cold. And out in this direction of the setting sun, all the beings, people living in towns and cities, animals who live in the air and the woods and the earth and the water 
animals, large and small, different beings, seen and unseen, all like us, doing their best to live. May they be happy and peaceful. May they have what they need to live with ease. And it just washes over and through them all like light. This gentle wish for their welfare and happiness. And we let it go. And it spreads out and wraps around the earth and joins the other radiance. The whole earth wrapped like a gentle blanket or a soft cocoon of light touching all beings. And so also in the direction above us and in the direction below us, all the animals and beings who live in the air and the sky, birds flying overhead, geese coming back from the south, winging their way to a place to spend the night and through the earth, different kinds of beings who live in the soil and down deep in the earth. And so in all directions above and below and all around, we've removed all doors and windows in our lamp and it's just a little star that glows in all directions. And the radiance touches all beings everywhere. With this gentle caressing energy of goodwill. Whatever living beings there may be. Whether they may be weak or strong. Omitting none whatsoever. The great or the mighty medium, short or small, seen and unseen, living near, living far away, those born, those just taking birth. May all beings be at ease. May all beings be happy and safe. And now you can just let that gentle radiance of love and care, of kindness and goodwill, it's spreading out on its own. And you just let it go and return just to this body sitting here in deep simplicity of just being. Sounds coming, going, Robin calling just before sunset. Sounds from inside the room and soft internal sounds, they just come and go. Sensations in the body, 
thoughts. And you're just sitting here simply being and letting go of trying to imagine or picture anything, letting go of words, thoughts, anything that feels like trying to practice metta meditation or focus on something. Don't push it away. You just don't do it. No doing right now. There's nothing you have to do. There's nowhere to go. There's no one to be. There's nothing to fix or work on. There's nothing to get and there's nothing to get rid of. Nothing to hold on to, nothing to let go of. There's no meditation, there's no one who's trying to meditate.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.